There we go. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome, 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 and bono estentes. Uh, thank you for joining us once again to this amazing episode of the Inside Outfit podcast. I am your host, uh, Stephen Jakes from uh, healingthemind.co.uk and uh, co-founder of the Inside Out Effect with this uh, bearded gentleman here, looking very dapper in his Brighton uh, deck chair. Um, and <laughs> this is episode 48. Uh, and uh, this episode is about uh, how to solve irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, colitis, and other digestive problems and what causes them, um, which you uh, suggested this week. Yes, that was my suggestion. Your suggestion? There's a lot so, of stomach problems at the moment. A lot of people have stomach problems. Yeah. You know, they, they don't realise it. and they Well, they do realise it, and they're controlling it with nutrition, but it's it's not really resolving the issue. Okay, good. Well, this is probably this is going to be more your uh, more your bag tonight. I mean, I've done, I have done stuff if I've done, done a couple. Stuff. You've done a couple of stomach done, problems, I have, I have yes. Yeah. Um, but... Um, uh, so really, that's really going to be probably your bag tonight, and in certain things, uh, I will probably learn off Jonathan tonight... Um, Unfortunately, as usual, so anyway, uh, we'll also be having our usual highlights uh, of uh, what happened on this day. And also we're going to have a uh, the most stupidest thing we've heard this week. And I'm actually going to claim that one this week because I have heard the most stupidest thing. Brilliant. And so I'll be announcing that just before we do. What happened on this? Well, time? I'm going to be telling my one as well. Oh, we both uh, got one. We've got, both got one. Oh, we've both okay. got one. Yeah, both got one. We've Although I only re recognised my one about five minutes before we came on. Yeah. So he was originally going to claim it as his own, but I've realised that the other uh, one I did here was the funniest thing I've heard. Yes. Um. So yes. So it's good. Yeah. Great. So um. Good. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, so it's going to be interesting this week, I think. Uh. So, but before we start, not what I say before we start. Before we start. Before we start. Yes. I'd like to introduce and welcome the lovely. The gorgeous, what the you marvelous, the wonderful, uh, my co-host Jonathan Shaw, uh, and this is actually the first podcast we've done for a month. Yes, well, we're, for, we're, the fourth of July. What was the fun. reason we didn't do it originally? You was gallivanting round the country, romancing with your young lady. No, that was the last time. What's the time we did before? Why didn't we do it? Because you was gallivanting around the was country. That, was gallivanting, was yeah. that what it was? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. You went to the hotel and then... Yeah, but I thought that was ages ago we did that. Yeah, that's what we've done two podcasts in two months. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, fair enough. All oh, right. So the 4th of July and then the 8th Pe People have missed us. I know. Oh, I actually had people messaging me saying, oh, my God, yeah, you've got yeah, it. Got, yeah. on Sunday night. So hello, everyone. Thank you for those messages. Yep. It means a great Thank deal you. to us. And, uh, it does. We appreciate that. Yeah, we do appreciate that. But, um, but yeah, so it's the first one we've done for over a month. So it's nice to be back. Uh, it's nice to see you, actually. You, mate, because we've seen a lot of you really like recently. I mean, I see you, but I haven't got my glasses on. Uh, <laughs> well, only there, you could put them back I on. I could put them back on you again, yes, it's absolutely true. I could, so, but I don't want to. Yeah, so right. anyway, okay, so anyway, I'm going to start with good evening, Jonathan. How are you, my friend? Good evening, Mr. Jakes. I'm very, very well. Um, your introduction was, was nice this week. It was, yeah, it was, like, what do you want? Um, what are you after? I'll tell you off camera. You tell me off camera. Yeah, all right, okay. As long as you don't show me off camera, really, we'll be all right. I don't really want to expose that to uh, everyone that's watching. So. I don't want you to expose it to me either. So, <laughs> so as soon as this ends, I'm leaving. We're not doing Chinese, no, I'm off. Yeah, <laughs> see you later. No, yeah, see you later. Yeah. Oh, no, I nice watch. knowing you. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm very well, thank you. Yes, no, very good. Um, yeah. been enjoying the different <laughs> the changes in the weather. Yeah, um, been on about that. Oh, I've been harping <laughs> on about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, enjoying the sunshine and, yeah. and working lots and treating uh, different people, different things. And uh, yeah, that's no, been good. Yeah, yeah, I've had yeah. a few different people, different things. And anything, anything unique, anything you want to share? 
Uh, well, there was uh, the um, so but I treated a lady recently who who I met a recent networking thing, and she had um, pain in her wrist for years. And and when I saw her, she had it, she had it, um, a brace on it, and uh, so she had it for a very long time. Been to see different people, and and as usual, they only ever treated the wrist. And well, the problem was it wasn't coming from the wrist, so that's the problem in itself. Um, but the wrist was getting weaker, couldn't use it, it was hurting. And literally in two sessions, all gone. And basically what she'd done was trap a nerve in her neck and she put a bone out in her wrist. So she couldn't strengthen it because the bone was out. So that wasn't helping because when a bone is out in your wrist, you may not know it. But if you try and strengthen it from that point, if you no matter what, you, if you try and do something like this, for instance, to strengthen it, you're just pushing on the bone. And right. the bone is being pressed in the wrong place. Yeah. So it just hurts more. Uh, and also she wouldn't be able to solve it because the nerve was trapped in her neck. But as soon as you released all that, then the pain just went away. Um, uh, so she's now pain free. She had to do a couple of exercises, but two sessions after years, it, it's it's gone. And um, another lady I've been treating uh, with um, gallbladder pain, pain coming from the gallbladder into the stomach, which is is why we're doing digestive issues tonight. Yeah. Um, that pain is reduced. Uh, we're still I'm still working with her. But that pain is reduced right down. And another lady I've been working with had um, lower abdomen pain, possibly into the ovaries that's where the pain was completely it was affecting the stomach um that pain is pretty much gone as well so um stomach things i've been treating a few of those recently um and is there I, a common I, theme ironic well the stomach problems are actually pretty much all the same conflict yeah um it is a very base conflict there are variants of it but i'm just going to talk about the base conflict today. i'm good i'm glad you're um, talking about variants mate yeah exactly yeah, yeah. well there's lots of variants yeah, at the moment. Variants, well, apparently yeah. there are yeah yeah um and uh there's like slight you know slight um variations of, of the main thing but the main thing for the digestive system is a very base conflict because the digestive system is one of the first parts of the body that gets created when we're a baby yeah it's because that's how we survive that's yeah. what we live on so it needs to be created first so because of that it's a very simple conflict to work with and over years i have worked with different stomach problems um i remember treating one lady it was never really technically diagnosed anything uh, but she came to me because every time she would go out to eat she would throw up so she went to a restaurant no matter where she went fast food she would throw up and she'd have struggle eating at home her her, her craving for food had gone right down and she'd been to see doctors and doing things and they didn't really technically know what it was i don't remember it was so long ago it was before i created the dto system so yeah. i was using other techniques back then but we still got rid of it because it was just a conflict and a shock that was running and then she could go out and eat again um, but a lot of people have these problems in in minor ways they have stomach problems and they they control it nutrition but it doesn't allow them to get rid of it or solve it so that's why i thought about stomach problems yeah no it's good uh, i mean i've done a few few with, uh, they are very simple they're very simple, really simple but, yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah so we're gonna be touching on uh, irritable bowel syndrome yes uh, we're gonna be touching on crohn's disease colitis and other digestive problems um and like jonathan's just pointed out generally they are they are all basically uh, all the similar conflicts so the same conflict will generally uh, manifest in an individual um, but in different ways, I'd imagine, and it affects you in different ways and different, vari different variants of conflicts. Depends on the severity of the conflict, um, depends on the emotional response with the conflict. Um, and so the more severe the conflict, the more severe the symptom is. Yeah. Um, so obviously stomach cancer is a very, very severe conflict, the worst one out of a lot of them, um, whereas all the others are different variants of that and have different emotional responses that go with it. Um, so uh well i'll talk about that when we get into it in a minute. yeah okay good yeah yeah great yeah nice. so, so okay. how you been you've been good because you've had your son over. i have yeah it's yes. been absolutely amazing i have had my son uh i picked him up from the airport on friday 
Yeah. And uh, honestly, it was so emotional. It really was. Um, you know, I, I come from the airport. He has he come through from the airport. Just see him. He just ran up to me and we just hugged for about 30, 40 seconds. And and then we, uh, and I'm so grateful to the lady who brought him over. You know, I mean, she didn't have to do that. And it was great. So I was able to have him for the week. And uh, he was just so different. I mean, when you haven't seen your son for 20 months mm. and then you see him again. Yeah. I mean, he's so, he's put on weight and he's just, he's, he's so articulate. He's just a different kid, you know. Yeah. So it was really nice. And I had some amazing times, uh, you know. I've, it just I, I didn't really have anything planned for him. I thought, I'm just going to just go with the flow. So every morning I'd said, right, if I had a, you have got a wish, what wish do you want to? And he just told me every wish that he wanted to, to have. And so I just basically just, you know, made his little wishes come true, really. Yeah. So, um, and uh, he did really great at chicken fishing. And uh, uh, he caught a couple of really big fish. He's a natural, he'd never been before. I just showed him what to do and he just picked up naturally and did it. I mean, he needed a bit of help because it was quite a big fish, but generally he did most of it himself. Mm. And then, uh, so that was really great. And then we went and uh, we went and had some ride, went to the rides and roller coasters. And just really, I just it was just really great to have him. And at night time, you know, it's great. You just wanted to fight and laugh and tickle and cuddle. And it was just so nice to have him. And uh, it's just, you know, I've, I, miss, I miss him. I really miss him. I only went back Friday. But when you come back to your house and you're back here on your own. Yeah. And you got, and I was in that really, I was in quite a, I wouldn't say I was like, you know, really, really massively upset. I'd had better days, you know. Yes. But like being here on your own, no one really to talk to. It was quite actually, it was quite a difficult, it was quite a difficult uh, Friday and Saturday. But luckily enough, I had clients which are booked in the next day, so that sort of give me a good distraction. And and uh, and so I'm here now. Eh? So I'm here now and to distract you. Yeah, and you're here now here to distract me. But um, so that was really great, and I, you know, I look forward to seeing him back again. It was just, uh, it was just a really great experience, and it was just so nice to see him, you know. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so we had that, um, and um, yeah, prior to that, um, I'm, I uh, been just working with people with a lot of uh, depression and anxiety. Really, that's sort of basically where I am at the moment. Uh, I've done a few people's uh, pains and in, in their neck and stuff where they've just got stuff from in, injustice where they've yeah. had stuff happen where there's been an injustice and they're holding that energy that in the neck and I've cleared some of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been doing. I've basically been doing that really. I've uh, I've had quite some really good success. You know, some a few people have come for me for just two sessions. Yeah. And I've just got rid of their anxiety just. You know, just like that, and obviously I've been sent quite a few people over to you. You have you sent quite a few people over to me, yes. Um, uh, the most recent one's a lady I saw who's got multiple chronic pain conditions. Mm. Obviously, you know who she is, and yes. she's probably watching tonight. Hello, yeah. if you're watching, you know who you are. Yeah. Um, and she's come to me for a few sessions. Um, uh, and uh, we think we got to the bottom of the conflict. Obviously, I'm not going to say what it was because it's yeah. personal to her. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'll be treating her. So thank you for all the people you've sent me recently. That's, that's, that's good. good because yeah. a lot of people have been in pain. Who was the person you sent me before? Don't say their name. Was, uh, I sent you three or four. Sent me several people. Yeah, I sent you three or four people. Yeah, 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 people yeah, yeah. to come to me, obviously, and I get rid of all the emotional stuff. And then I know I know that there's a physical element. So I'll send them out to you. It's yeah. a guy that goes down with you. Yes, you. But I haven't heard from him yet. But you haven't heard from him yet, yeah. No, no, but yeah, no, but yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do want to announce something. Me and Steve are, are uh, toying with the idea of going back to doing a live event. Yes, we uh, are, uh, and we have a venue to do the live events, uh, which hopefully will be uh, nearly finished and ready soon. Uh, so, if you guys are interested in a live event, uh, then. Um, uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you want to talk about. Me and Steve have an idea what we're going to talk about at the live event. Uh, but if you want something specific, if there's a need for something else that we haven't thought of, um, the live events we used to do was a lot of on Law of Attraction. 
um, but we was going to do it all anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression, doing a couple of workshops on yeah, that, doing and some a live events, on it. explain what it is, how it works, and then answering any questions and then giving people a solution that have either been struggling with it for a long time or have currently been just uh, diagnosed with it, and and basically giving them the opportunity to heal that and get it out of their life, you know, move on. Yeah, exactly. So, but if you guys want anything else, if you want to know other things or you want a live workshop or something else, then let us know. Or if you think the anxiety depression is a good idea and you're up for it and you want to come along, then again, let us know. Uh, just, we're just putting it out there uh, because we, we, we're we thinking about doing that quite soon, perhaps in September. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, so yeah, just If all comment. goes well, um, you if know. All goes, if all yes, goes if well. all goes well, I'm sure it will. Um, so I have every confidence. Uh, August is going to be a very interesting month. If August is going to be a very interesting month, indeed. So, yeah. It's already interesting from it what I've all, been, I the information that I've uh, been, well, because I do a lot of researching, but all the information I've looked into now, which you won't see on the news because it's all no. No, never, uh, and all the real truth about what's going on, it's just been fascinating. I mean, yeah. which is what actually is my stupidest thing I've heard this week uh, is related to that as well. But yes, so it's very, very interesting. And uh, so it's interesting what's just happened in Alberta and Canada. Yes, that, is, that's amazing what's happening in Alberta and Canada. If you're not sure, just go and look that up. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, that was, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, I can't think of the guy's name now. I, no, was, I, I, I did try. I thought I remember that to say his name. Yeah. I can't remember his name. But typical Downsworth bloke. Yeah. No, you know, no, not in any. Yeah, he's, an, he's an oil. He's an oil and fuel worker. Right. He's got a degree in social something or, or other, and um, basically he uh, he um, got he was in a group of more than ten people, and the police give him a twelve hundred pound fine. He then went to court to defend it, and said, "Okay, well, you know, you've given me this fine. I want to see the proof of why you put all these measures in." you know the all the proofs all the, the evidence to, to for why i have to wear a mask and i'm not got social distance i want all the proof to prove that 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 that's lawful what you're doing and unfortunately the government couldn't provide any of it well the chief medical person yeah the chief medical the person, chief medical person yeah, for Diana, that, that, somebody. that somewhere that yeah. county yeah. could not could not come up with the evidence any evidence whatsoever and so they've had to lift all restrictions yeah everything's, 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 everything's gone, gone. gone. So that's really that's really interesting and so i think that's the first one a few more of those and we'll just watch the dominoes fall yeah so, uh, so but yeah um so yeah so just basically been doing that um and like uh, this morning i was up 20 past three this morning you said you must be absolutely up. shattered yeah i woke up i went to bed early last night i was quite tired and woke up 20 past three this morning and i was off oh, i couldn't get back to sleep so i ended up spending five hours putting together a load of music for an event I've got on at the weekend. Mm. So um, so I'm not really in my awfully uh, enthusiastic, energetic self. I feel quite tired, but um, don't want to let our viewers down. No, don't. don't not. No, no, we, we've let them down for a month. We'll, yeah. we'll do this. We'll let them down for a month. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's basically it, really. That's basically been my week. Um, like, I've just really been working with, like I said, depression and anxiety and just helping people. Get, I've been doing quite a bit of coaching stuff now, you know, removing blocks of people and stuff. I had a guy yesterday who I've known for, oh, for 40 years, uh, almost, 30, 35 years, 40 years. And um, he came to me, reached out to me, um, He's been a friend of on Facebook for, I don't know, like, you know, well, he's been my mate for a long time, reached out to me, he came here yesterday, and I was able to get to the bottom of this problem. And So it's really nice when someone that you've known for that period of time reaches yeah. out to you. Yeah. It was really good to see him, because I haven't seen him for like 10 years or so. But he reached out to me, he was here yesterday, and it's just really getting rid of some stuff that's running for him that's causing him problems in his life. Yes. So I've basically just got rid of, I've basically got rid of them two really big things from him in one session so okay. he's coming back for a few more and if you're watching mate uh it's good to see it was good to see you and uh and i look forward to helping you out with your other bits and bobs to make your life work uh more 
Uh, more beneficial to you, really. Yes. So, okay. Well, uh, I reckon that's about it of the uh, small talk. Small talk. Okay. Yeah, small talk. So, so, stomach problems. Stomach problems. Let's get into the topic of the podcast, which is uh, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, colitis, and other digestive problems, and what causes them. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to hand this over to you because obviously you're much more uh, informed and you've done a lot more work on it. Um, so, I'll hand it over to you, Jonathan. So, what what is really the uh, the main causes of Irritable bowel syndrome and digestive well, problems. Well, as I'm seeing there, I think we miss a big one off that everyone has, which is indigestion. Yeah. Um, that's a massive one that a lot of people suffer with, uh, either from time to time or on a on a more of a chronic basis. Uh, some of the ones you mentioned there are less people suffer with less. But basically, um, the the main conflict for the digestive system generally, so the colon, the intestines, all of that, the main conflict is just something you can't digest which means something you can't accept or believe. Yeah. Um, so that sometimes people use that language more, but it is something you can't digest. The digestive system is about being able to digest things, but not just food. It's being able to digest what happens around Situations, you. circumstances, si events. What people. people do, what people say, yeah. how people react, the situation going on right now. It's being able to digest what's happening around you. If you can't digest it um, from a... Uh, or accept it. Or accept it or believe it then your part of your digestive system is going to become affected. And the more severe that conflict is, either the bigger the conflict is or the amount of conflicts that build, so it's either one really big conflict or multiple, multiple conflicts that you just can't swallow and accept, excuse me. Um, so if you're quite a sensitive, you know, uh, very cynical person and you're just going to not accept anything then I yeah. imagine that that's going to if you're that sort of person you're going to have a lot of if it's your perception that you can't accept it so you know you might have um, a lot of injustice it. in your life yeah. and as we've said before injustice affects the neck but if you can't accept the injustice it can also affect your stomach because you can't accept what's happening it's unfair and you just can't swallow it now in fairness swallowing is something different that's what creates heartburn so there is a difference between not being able to swallow something and not being able to digest something. But the two go hand in hand with each other. But the swallowing is what causes indigestion. So it's a, it's a, psycho so I it's a psychological thing. It, 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 it's, the perception is psychological, yeah, the but the response is biological yes. response. Um, it's not psychological as in it's not happening, it is happening. But you're, you're having a perception that you can't accept something and then that alters your chemistry biologically and affects the cells in your stomach. Yeah. Um, so, so if if you have severe indigestion, you know, taking all these drugs uh, and things like that, and all these drinks, uh, it's really just comes down to something that you can't swallow. Um, and and swallow is different from digest. Swallowing is down, and digesting is out. Yes. So if you can't digest it, so it's the in and out. It's the in and out. If you if you can't swallow it, you can't take it in. If you can't digest it, you can't let it go. Um, so a classic example of that is actually when I first learned about this. It's a story from a, a doctor who was a, a, a meta health coach as well. And there was this couple who they'd both had diarrhea for weeks, like really severe. It just would not stop. I've been up that Molston Street, Tandora. Quite possibly, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where they're <laughs> I from. I had that. I don't think they're British. Um, yeah, we won't go there. Oh, no, they're not. If there was in India. No, no, no. They're probably from Bangladesh. So they could be. I don't know. Uh, it was in Europe somewhere. I ain't got a clue where it was. But they went to the traditional doctors. Doctors had no idea. They'd given them all the traditional stuff. It wasn't stopping. It just kept flowing and flowing and flowing. And they went to this, this doc, this other, another doctor who was also a mental health coach, and he said, okay, now the, the, the couple believed 
because the diarrhea started after they'd been for a meal. Yeah. Uh, and so they believed it was the meal that caused the diarrhea. As what happens with a lot of people, they eat something, they get symptoms, and they blame the meal because yeah. that's what we're taught to do. Yeah. In my experience, oh, bad KFC. So yeah, I've got to say, look, when I had my uh, call center, yeah, and uh, I obviously had about seventy-five people on the phones, and I'd guarantee you that, you know, in during the week, I would have had between five and ten people that phone in sick, yeah, because I had a bad KFC. Yeah. Now I didn't know this at the time, okay. So I'd have been able to pull them up then, but yeah. I, we just had to accept it. That, yes, you know, that's what you have to accept. You have to, have to accept it. But. And that's the problem. We accept it, but it's not. It doesn't work yeah. for and business everyone, or life or anything. No, Accepting is ridiculous. My best mate, who I have to go training with, he's like, "Oh, I have got a bit of a stomach out. I think I had a dodgy thing last night." It's always about the food. It's always about the food. Always, always blaming the food. food. You always blame the food. So in this case, this couple was blaming the food, but this other doctor knew better. So he said, "Well, before you went for a meal, the few days before you went for the meal." What happened? And they said we had a massive argument. Yeah. And we didn't speak for three days. It was that bad. Yeah. So this is a big conflict because they didn't speak for three days. And he said, okay, well, why did you go for the meal? Well, we made up. Ah, right, great. So what happened was, and people don't know, if you've got diarrhea, before you get diarrhea, you're going to get constipation. You may not notice it. It may not be severe constipation, but it is. you will get constipation. And all that means is the food you're taking in, you're not going to you're not going to release it. It's not going to come out. It's going to get stuck in your system. You don't notice it until the constipation becomes really chronic. But people can get constipated without realising. So this couple, they had this big fight. They didn't speak, and neither of them could accept it. So they got constipated without realising it. Then when they resolved it after three days, they went for the meal. That resolution allowed it to flush out the system, yeah. but the diarrhea kept flowing well, I out. I bet they blame the restaurant. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it kept flowing well, we out. We both ate there, and I've got the skirt oh, chops no. now. So it's the it's how people do it. It's how people do it. But the diarrhea kept flowing out because they hadn't resolved the emotional response. They hadn't let go of the anger and all the injustice and betrayal yeah. and hurt they'd argued about. They'd just gone to the restaurant because they made up. And that's what caused that to happen. So it's a really classic example of how that actually works in real time. Um, uh, so if you if you can't digest something, it's it's going to affect uh, the stomach and it's going to clog you up and then you're going to get symptoms. Now, you don't always get diarrhea. You may get symptoms like irritable bowel because it might uh, affect the lining of the digestive system, might affect the colon or the intestines. Yeah. Um, depending on where it affects depends on what symptoms you get so you might get inflammation like colitis you might get something more severe like crohn's uh you might just get constipation or diarrhea or you might get heartburn but again that's a swallow thing now there are a couple of emotions that make things a little bit worse so if you're angry with it as well that can create bleeding so one of my clients he was bleeding from his anus uh when he went to the toilet that's because he was really angry about something he couldn't digest so if you're really angry about something you can't digest, that's when bleeding will kick in. That's why bleeding often happens in the nose. If you're angry about something got your nose, it will bleed as well, not just hurt. Yeah. Um, and also the um, the gallbladder, if you're having gas into the stomach, that often comes from the gallbladder, and that's a disgust conflict. So that's where you feel disgusted with something. It's no longer something you can't digest. It's disgusting. Mm. and You can't believe how disgusting it is. Um, very much like we feel about what's going on. Exactly, um, yeah. But, and how everyone's acted and, and behaved around right. the whole exactly. thing as well. But if, so if you're getting gas into your stomach, then that is a disgust conflict. So there are variants of the not being able to digest, but they are all generally about not being able to digest, not being able to swallow. 
uh, and then create different symptoms depending on the severity of it. Mm. But it's a very simple thing to do because all we've got to do is say to the client, right, well, what is it you can't digest? Most people know what it is that they can't stomach. Yeah. And, and language is very important. If you actually listen to someone speak, well, can't you stomach? they go, can't stomach it. Can't stomach it. Yeah. I can't stomach I can't believe it. I just can't accept They say it in their language. So you just find the events that happened before the symptoms came on. You find the memories and you find the behaviors and the triggers yeah. and you switch it all off and the stomach will calm down and go back to being normal. Yes. Um, and the stomach will readjust itself and the cells will heal. I, yeah, I tend what, I, what I've tended to do with uh, the IBS element is just basically go to the feeling or the pain or the energy that's there you can do that as well. and get them to visit that in there. So, you know, they generally have their eyes shut. They'll shut their eyes. They'll go and visit that pain. And then I, I'll get them to ask it. Hmm. And it might sound mad, but it works every time. Ask, yeah. ask that pain what it is and generally the answer comes out pretty much straight away and then once you've got that response get rid of all the fight and flight responses which are all the fight and flight responses and any guilt and shame underneath it and generally that goes away very very quickly yes uh, i've had a few people that have had really bad ibs and they've been at it for ages and they really struggle with it and in some cases i've got rid of it in like 45 minutes yeah um so um yeah so uh um yeah it's just it's just um someone no, I don't know. It? I don't know. I don't know if it would cut Speech. off or not. I didn't know if it would cut off or not. No. Um, yeah, and uh, so yes, yeah, so I got rid of that really, really quickly, and uh, and uh, and they've not had it. And they've not got that back. So no. um, IBS for me, or you know, I know there's different levels of it, but I found that really generally uh, quite an easy conflict to to to, to switch off. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, find. IBS is very similar. Uh, Diarrhea uh, and stuff like that is very similar. To switch off. Obviously, when you get colitis, Crohn's. It becomes a bit more complicated because most people have had it for a little bit longer. They've got a lot of belief systems around it. Yeah. Um, but it is still something you can't digest and swallow. So it'll take a little bit longer to resolve it, but it can be resolved. Um, you know, like uh, the lady with the, the the disgust conflict I've been working with because she had gallbladder pain. Um, that was a bigger conflict and she had it for a lot longer. So it took time to resolve that. But after, well, I say time, it's taken about four weeks to resolve it. So it's not really a long yeah. process. Um, we're still clearing bits and pieces with her. Um, but it was a big conflict over many years um, and being triggered in multiple ways as well. Uh, this other lady I've been treating, although it's more the ovaries, it was affecting the stomach. So um, it was uh, it was ovary pain and then affecting going into stomach. So we've been able to resolve that um, in about three Wait, or four Is that a loss conflict? There's a loss conflict, yeah, yeah. there's a loss conflict. Um, and uh, but there's also something she can accept and digest and things like that. So we, we managed to switch that off um that switched off quicker because it's not so much in your environment anymore it's past stuff yeah when we say i just want to clarify when we say switching it off what we're doing is we're switching the signal off that's coming from the brain to that yeah. specific organ so we're not like switching off the organ or no, what's going no. on or the pain by, by switching it off what happens is is that every part of your body has a has a uh uh, a, a part of your organ is relates to a certain part in your mind in your brain and in your subconscious and what happens is is that that the, the, that correlates in your brain to a specific organ so what we're actually doing is we're giving the telling the brain an instruction to stop sending that signal and what we're actually doing is that's what we're switching off we're switching off the signal that's being sent from the mind the brain to the organ and that's what causes most things. And that's why when we say, oh, we just switched it off and the, the pain went there and the pain went there, we're not switching off the pain. Theoretically, in that organ, what we're actually doing is we're instructing the brain to resolve whatever the conflict is, and that then switches off the pain. Yes. Yeah, the, the pain the pain itself is being caused by the brain. So the traditional model of all pain is that the organ or the tissue 
that's being affected, you don't feel the pain there. It's only a signal from the brain that does that. Yes. So the tissue or the organ sends a signal to the brain, says there's something wrong. The brain sends that signal back as pain or something. And all we're doing is, is resolving a conflict. And by doing that, the brain no longer needs to send the signal because the problem has resolved. We're not switching it off and the problem's still there. We're switching it off and then the brain goes, oh, the problem's gone. Yeah. Great. So we no longer need yeah, to Yeah, I think it. most people have this misconception that when they feel a pain, there's something wrong with that, with, That's the, what with, they the, think. with yeah, the organ yeah. or something wrong with yeah, the yeah. tissue or something wrong with the cells or there's something wrong inside their body. <laughs> but actually, it's not. It's generally where it's trapped energy or you can have we can hold energy there, yeah. trapped energy there. Or obviously there's a conflict that's happened that our brains that affects that organ from a psychological and biological perspective, and that signal's now being transmitted, like you just explained. And in order to get rid of that, we have to just get rid of the emotional response, the energy, and then get rid of whatever the conflict is. Yeah. That's all that all that's happening. And that's the same with mental health for depression, anxiety, PTSD, trauma, and beliefs. They're all basically exactly the same, except that those things are more of an energetic thing rather than a physical thing. Uh, yes, because you don't feel a physical symptom in the mind. Generally, yeah. you, you're feeling... Yeah, the, the one thing I do find is with anxiety, it'll go to the chest and people find a, like a, their chest closing in or, you know, they get a lot of chest... That's because it affects... That's because the attacked feeling is part of the um, uh, the bronchi. So that's why it hits that's the chest. That's why it hits the chest, yeah. the chest because the attack feeling, that's the, that part of your brain there is the um, bronchial arch ganglia. So it's all part of the bronchi. Yeah. And that's why people get that there. Yeah, and then so the powerless is the thyroid. So again, you're getting the thyroid and the bronchi at the same time. Yeah. So it affects the chest. It feels like it's tightening in. Yeah. And so so quite often when I'm working on people with anxiety, they say, oh, my chest is really tight. Or they, they get angry and they'll go to the chest as to well. Chest, yeah. And so we just switch those off really. But other than that, generally depression and anxiety and other stuff is really an energetic thing. It's more of a, a, a thing in the mind like with ptsd you've got images that you'll see images and so yeah. will trigger image sounds yeah and they'll trigger those feelings whereas uh they're more feelings an energetic thing whereas what we're talking about is exactly the same but it's manifesting in the body in a physical way yeah. because the conflict's different and affects a specific organ yeah i'll probably say that's the best way to and, describe it but yeah and people it. think the same thing with physical pain as well so many people come to me and they think their physical pain means there's something wrong with them or they're damaged in some way yeah and that's not what physical muscle skeletal pain is trying to tell you um it's trying to tell you there's something wrong but it doesn't mean the part that part of your body is broken or damaged and can't be fixed that is a traditional model. That's a traditional thing. A doctor will say, oh, you're broken, you're damaged, we can't fix you. Um, you know, like lady with a wrist, you know, and the pain. She just wasn't addressing the right problem. Yeah, um, yeah but the problem with the model with the medicine is they will look at the symptom and the effect or the symptom and not the cause. And this is what's going right. on all the time. That's right. That's what happens all the time. And you just have to look at it differently. Uh, once you start looking at it differently with anything, once you start realising that the what you're feeling in the body is not a symptom, it's a reaction, a good way of putting it okay so yeah. so at the moment i don't know if, maybe i've not mentioned this on the before but so when when maybe i've not on the maybe i've not mentioned on the podcast before so the way i view pain uh, physical pain but anything else really is the same thing is that at the moment the traditional model is you go with a symptom and they're calling it a symptom so let's say you go with sciatic numbness down yeah. the leg they'll say well that that's your symptom the numbness thing is a symptom They'll then look in you and go, oh, you've trapped the sciatic nerve, that's the cause. And then all therapies will be aimed at treating the cause, which is the trapped nerve. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. That will never work in a million years. Same thing for 
stomach problems you go okay right well uh i've been experiencing stomach take some alcatel so, yeah well okay that's that's a simple that, that's a I treatment don't know if my doctor's that's a, like that, that's but... a, he might do is he can have you just outed your doctor i just um, have yes i don't have a doctor so i don't yeah. know i haven't been to doctors in years which i'm actually quite pleased about now because this whole uh nhs can't contact me because i don't exist Good. um so uh but we won't get on top of existence because that's whole big conflict do do any of us exist I don't know. It's all holographic. It's all uh, energetic. It's all energetic. That's true. So anyway, but the point is, so let's, if you go to the doctor with stomach problem, they'll go, well, that's a symptom, the pain is another symptom. Yep. They'll look inside and they might go, well, your lining in your stomach is inflamed. That's the cause. So then try and treat that. That is not the way to look at a problem. The way to look at a problem and the reason... It's what's making the stomach inflamed. <laughs> yes, but you have to start from a different point. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got to go, the symptom you experience is not a symptom. So the pain in the stomach or the tingling down the leg is a reaction. Then you look at what's happening in the body. So the line of stomach is inflamed or the nerve in the back is trapped. That is now the symptom. And then you go, right, well, what caused that? that? Yes. That's the way you must look at it. If you want to solve a problem, that is your whole thing right there. What you're going to is a reaction. What you're experiencing is a reaction. What's happening in the body is a symptom. Then you go, what causes the symptom? Once you understand the uh, illness and disease like that, then you can solve it. And it doesn't matter what it is, whatever's causing it, you can then look at the cause of it. But you can't do it while you think the 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 the, the symptom in the body is the cause. Because yeah. you're never going to solve it like that. Well, no, you won't. Uh, it won't solve it in a million years. And that's where they just get it wrong. That's where they go wrong every single time. Yeah, and that's um, why people get stuck and have that for years and years and years and years and put on medication for years and years and years and years and years and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, I've, the stories you've told me where people have had stuff for 20 years, 30 years, and you come in and got it in four weeks because you've just gone to, you're not dealing with the symptom. You've actually gone to the cause and sw switching off whatever okay. the conflict is, and then it heals up. Yeah, almost instant. Yeah, and the other thing is uh, the 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 labels for the symptoms you know that people have, like arthritis. So I saw a lady recently, and uh, she was referred to me uh, by her son, and she'd had sciatic pain for a long time, been going to chiropractor, not getting anywhere, and within a few weeks we'd resolved it. But she also had pain in her foot, and the pain in her foot was arthritis. Yeah. Now you hear arthritis, that is a symptom apparently it's a label for a symptom but all that means is that the bone is over calcifying it's like it's it's inflamed um so uh or it's producing too much bone but that's not the important bit people hear after i say oh my god I'm, I'm knackered no no it's the muscles it's the joint the joint so all i did was manipulate the joint loosen it all off relax the muscles and once i did that the, the, the foot felt a million times better for her yeah now she was really nervous that I did that to begin with because she's going, oh no no it hurts. You know, I'm like, just relax, breathe. Um, let's not tell you what she came to me for. Um, but, but to relax and breathe. But to relax and breathe. You yeah. know, she didn't come to me that. She came to me very stressed and not breathe. Yeah. Um, oh no, wait. <laughs> That's a doctor. Um, so, uh, so once I released the foot, she was amazed at how much better the foot felt. But you hear a symptom, and that's another problem with symptoms. You hear the label for the symptom, and it freaks you out because you've been told something that's not true. We were just talking about a nerve of cancer. About that cancer. You yeah. hear the word cancer, and you freak out, and your immediate belief for cancer is, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Yeah. Um, and if that's because traditional medicine do not understand cancer, and neither do people. If you actually understood cancer from a meta model, it would make much more sense to you. It would explain all the reasons why it happens and why it occurs and why people go in and out of remission and it will explain everything mm. not that i'm going to talk about that on on this podcast because 
uh, cancer is uh, a bigger conflict in the world, and you're not allowed to say this or that about it. Yeah. Um, because the, well, med- I mean, the medicine medical company don't like you doing that. Yeah. Well, 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 I know, I know a guy. There's a guy that I follow. Uh, his name's Doctor Robert O. Young. Yep. Uh, he's an amazing uh, virologist. He knows. I mean, he's the one that's. Anyway, he he knows all about viruses and cell work and blood work. He knows everything. It's people that he's healed and solved. But anyway, he um, he basically was in prison for coming up with a cure for it. Yeah. So um, and apparently, I think it was in the nineteen sixties. It's a little uh, I don't know sixties or I think it was the sixties or fifties. It's actually illegal to. Uh, it's illegal now. Yeah, is it? it's to, illegal to have a cure for yeah, it. To have a cure for it. Brilliant. That's fantastic. That's amazing. It's isn't actually it? illegal. So they've made it illegal to cure something that. On TV, they're constantly claiming you must give money for yeah. to cure it, yeah. and yet it's illegal to cure it. Yeah. Yes. Um, but no, my mentor uh, who taught me mental health, uh, he used to specialise in that because his mum died of cancer when he was 12. And since he was 12, he'd been looking for a solution, an answer to why she died. Yeah. And then he stumbled upon medicine and then explained it perfectly, why she had the cancer, why she passed. And he, and he used to work, I don't know if he does now, but he used to work with cancer quite a bit. I don't. It's not what I do. I have your person ask me, but there's so many belief systems and family members get involved that I, I don't get involved. It's not my expertise. But once I learned the meta basis for it, it really explained exactly why it happens, why it occurs, how it occurs. And, and it made perfect sense. And, and, and I've seen people around me and I can understand why it's affected them and why, why they've then gone. Yeah, I mean, because historically a lot of people don't survive from it. A lot of people, a big chunk of people don't survive from it. And... Well, that, that's often a belief. Uh, that's often uh, basically because the therapy they use uh, kills you. Yeah. Um, and because uh, chemotherapy is literally mustard gas. So for people who don't know, uh, chemotherapy is mustard gas. So you're literally blasting your body with mustard gas. Good luck with that. Um, and that's, that's you know, that, that's just pointless. Um, and the belief system is so strong that people have that, oh, my God, I'm going to die. So they often very, very quickly do. Yeah. Um, so if you have an unsubconscious acceptance of that, yeah. it's the same with anything, not just, you know. No, it's the same with anything. If you, what you believe will become your reality. I know Absolutely. that sounds astronomical and people go, no, you can't believe you're going to kill. Of course you can. Yeah. If you can't see that by now. No, but most people go with that from a logical perspective. They don't understand that it's an unconscious belief. Not oh, it's, it's belief. Not, you're not walking around going, oh, my God, I'm going to die. But unconsciously, whatever you believe will be your reality. Yeah, we will manifest it. So so if, if you are instilled, that's why this whole thing is a problem that's happening in the world because they're instilling so much fear that it's now manifested into a bigger problem than there was actually there to begin with. Yeah. Um, and, in fact, there was no problem, and there is no problem. But... Uh, the the cancer that is a is, is a bigger conflict because there's so much fear around it and people just don't understand it yeah. and you never hear of people getting better from it but so many people get better from it naturally around the world but you will never hear about it in mainstream media because or from doctors because that would be terrible because that means people actually get better from yeah. it yeah and not just from doing what we do necessarily but from doing other things people heal from it um and and they get better time and time again but you just don't hear about it so what me and steve saying is not a brand new revelation we hear people uh healing themselves with cancer all the time well, you're just not allowed to do it don't you should say that because bobby's just come up i cured my tumor based on mental health no operation or treatment exactly see so so bobby, perfect timing bob well done bob um and so there's a living example there of a lady who clipped, clipped uh healed her tumor herself and and dumbfounded the medical profession yeah and it happens a lot you just don't hear about it yeah. um so we've slightly gone off track yeah, um, yeah but it goes back to the thing whatever you're experiencing whatever you're suffering with it's a reaction it's not a symptom 
and whatever's happening in the body is not a cause it's a symptom i just hope what we talked about hasn't caused a digestive issue where people can't swallow that can't or, swallow that or digest no. it well there's some people won't be able to swallow and digest it yeah. um and that's absolutely fine we're fine with that yeah. um so no, but it does come into a lot into the beliefs and stuff which I it, that beliefs are very very powerful seriously yeah. i mean so powerful um i i don't know if i i ever mentioned the story that first put me on to how powerful beliefs are um so when i was younger and i was first getting into all this i started getting into meditation and i didn't really like the idea of meditation yeah. but i stumbled upon something called the ultra mind method and the ultra mind method was created by uh jose silva i believe and he created it not from a spiritual point of view woohoo hugging trees yeah but from a way to improve your mind a way to improve your memory and to focus and to be more productive so i was like oh that's cool so i was on board with it then because i was like okay it's, it's not a spiritual hugging tree thing it's not to find myself because i wasn't into that back then um because i knew where i was i was on my bed in my bedroom all that time. <laughs> so um so i didn't really understand that concept um but i understand it now obviously but um but 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 again, I'm sitting in your kitchen on, on this stool. Yes. So um, you are. I am, yeah. Uh, and as I posted a few weeks ago on Facebook, everyone said, stop trying to find yourself. Just unlearn the things that aren't you. That's the easiest way of doing it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I digress. So I, I started learning the sort well, of. What you could do is just have loads of distractions. You could do. Take, what, take what, a, what, what like? Take a hobby what? up. Yeah, you're go drinking. Go on Facebook. Go on Facebook. Which everyone's watching us on now. You're right watching, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah right we're, we're, watch us. That's a distraction. Watch us. Yeah, that's a yeah, distraction. We're distracting you right yeah. now. Go, Stop go, watching. Go, go outside go in nature. Your, go for a run. Go down the gym. Yeah. Anything, anything, really, anything. Yeah. Don't anyway. deal with the problem. Just do something that makes you feel better, and then call that healing. And call it exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So on the <laughs> that's what many professionals do. That's what everyone's so, doing. So so on this page, that the sales page, if you like, for the old, uh, it told this story of this guy in the 1950s who basically came down with Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. And for those of you who don't know, that's where your your lymph nodes literally swell up to the size of tennis balls. And it's a very painful condition, apparently. I've never experienced it, never known anyone with it. Um, and basically, he his, his lymph nodes were just swelling up. And he went to the, the, the hospital, and the hospital literally gave him um, three days to live, I think, at the time. This was on a Friday. Uh, so he's going to be dead by Monday. So they said, well, there's nothing we can do, but we have something we can try. So he actually had no nothing else left and we had nothing to lose so they said we've got this new drug uh that will potentially that could help but we don't know if it will so he took the new drug and within three days by monday he was 50 percent better 10 days later he was 100 percent better he was released from hospital and the, the cancer had gone uh, and all the x-rays showed it had gone so he went home fantastic really felt great so about two months later uh, an article came out in a newspaper stating this new drug that they that had given him may not be as effective as first thought. Within a few days, he's admitted back to hospital. All the symptoms have come back again. So the doctor, luckily it was the same doctor, because uh, you wouldn't get out these days, um, decided to try an experiment. He said to the man that it wasn't that the drug doesn't work, it's that it was a bad batch, we'll inject you with a full proper batch and you'll be fine. But he actually injected him with water. Three days later, the man was 50% better. Ten days later, he was 100% better, released from hospital, no symptoms. Two months later, an article came out in the newspaper stating that this drug was no more used than a cup of coffee. And three days later, this man died of lymphatic node cancer. Yep. When I read that, I went, shit, I've got to 
the work on my belief systems. Yes. And I realized the power of my belief systems from that story. Yeah. Um, and that's where I went on to meditation, learned tapping, and to where I am today and, and, and created what I created. But that is how powerful your beliefs are. So, no, if, and as people say to me, well, I believe in being a millionaire. Where is it? Yeah. That that's a moronic belief behavior to. to but that's a again, it's a logical belief, it, not a subconscious belief. Seriously, <laughs> it, you know that's not the way that works. You know, uh, if you if, if you create everything that you believed instantly, every time you saw something, it would appear in the room. Great elephant, but you know it would just no, appear. No, but it, there's, that's there's, not the way it works. No, but you got when it's a belief, it's got to be a hundred percent. It has to be hundred percent. You can't have a no. ninety nine. Like, I say this to people that come to me, you know about. If you went up to a vending machine, yeah. right, and put and the, and you've got a bottle, a bottle of water, and the bottle of water is a pound, and you've got ninety nine p, and you put ninety nine p in that machine, yeah, that's, right. that's nearly a hundred ninety nine p. That's almost a hundred. How much water do you get out? Nothing. None. None. You put ninety nine percent in and get yeah. nothing out. That's right? right. That's that's the same with life. If you don't put one hundred percent in, you don't get out what you put in. Even most people think they put one hundred percent in, they don't. They'll put in thirty percent, fifty percent, seventy percent, ninety percent. They don't put in one hundred percent. They wonder why they don't get the thing that they want. Mm. And that's the same with beliefs. You got to believe it one hundred percent. It's got to be completely immersed in as part of who you are. You got to be truly to truly believe. Right? It's one hundred percent. If you just believe it ninety five percent, you ain't getting any water out of the vending machine. The belief will not manifest. So. You know, that's where a lot of people get massively confused and mixed up about beliefs. Yeah. And yeah. what you believe. And, I, and, you know, I say this all the time, you know, you need to be, you need to be a hundred percent believe it. If you really want something and really believe it, believe it, it will happen. If because subconsciously your brain will navigate you to the outcome without you even realizing that you're doing it. Yeah. But if there's any doubt or there's any fear or there's any worry, no, ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Not in a million years. Not in a million years. Um, and that's what you you can change it so it does happen. So Which is what do, we do with DJI by switching, switching those uh, beliefs off. So you do believe it one hundred percent, but it's still not gonna happen if you don't believe it one hundred percent. Yeah. So beliefs are hugely powerful. Yeah. And uh, if you're not well, careful what you think and feel, you can have a problem. Well, I was speaking to the guy yesterday, my friend. He turned around. We were talking about this, and I was making him a coffee. And he said, so what you're basically saying is, is that if you think that about being sick or think about an illness, you can basically make yourself get that sickness and illness. And yes. I'm like, yeah, basically, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, what that's I was what saying. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and he picked it up after five minutes of the conversation. So, um, you know, so all these people, and, and I do feel sorry for them, but, the, you know, the people that always, that are in that victim state or are a bit hypochondriac, or really believe that they're ill all the time. Um, ultimately, they're not. No, they're looking for sympathy, attention, all yeah. the rest of it. But what's going to happen is, is them beliefs is all of a sudden more manifest later in their life, and they'll start having the things, possibly start having the things that they pretend yeah. that they have. So now that's very dangerous. I, I actually did this when I was younger, when I first got into this, and I, I was I was doing a lot of tapping at the time. But long before I met Steve or did had DTO, uh, I actually created a sty. Uh, on my eye, Did you? and uh, how many pigs you get in there? No, I didn't get many at all. No, 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 no. Yeah. I only got one. And uh, so basically, I watched used to watch a TV program called Two and a Half Men. Don't judge me on that; it's a very funny TV show. Uh, and in that TV show, one of the characters had a really bad sty, and he was the comedy character in it. And it literally shut his whole eyelid up and everything. But I remember watching that, and because of what I do, and I was curious, and I remember the thoughts. The thought went through my brain, head. I only said bread then. The thought went through my brain. Yeah. Why did it go through my brain? I don't even have bread. Um, the thought I used to watch through... that. I was watching bread while bread. you were watching Two and a Half Men. I yeah, I, 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 no. 
Nelly Boswell. Um, my name's Avalon. I'm from Liverpool. Um, you so get better with them accents. Oh, right? I know. I'm not as good as you. I know. Hang on, yeah. <laughs> so I've literally watched this program, and my thought was, "Oh, I wonder what that's like." And then two months later, I developed a sty, and I swear this is the way I got rid of it. I developed Did a sty. Wedding ring on it? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> no. How would that work? That's what my mum used to say. I'll get a story, get a bit of gold, get a wedding ring and rub a wedding ring. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea about that. I didn't have a wedding yeah. ring. I was like in my 20s, whatever it was. That's so probably anyway, I was so messed up as a kid. I had all these mad got, beliefs. you got like, those bollocks running around your head. What are you doing, man? you got a story. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, yeah, get off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that one where we go, wet hair, you're going to get a cold. Oh, do me a favour. Yeah, what? Know. Seriously? Wet hair, get a cold. So, so anyway, so I remembered that I had this thought about a CV show. And it popped in my brain. I was tapping for the sty on the symptoms again, even though I got his sty. Yeah. And I remember it popped in my head. I remembered I had this thought. So I tapped on that thought, and I swear to God, as I tapped on that thought, the sty popped and the fluid in it run down my eye and it vanished. Nice. I bet that was a lovely sty. Just because I'd wonder what it was like and I'd created the symptom myself. Yeah. That was a, a real eye-opening, if you pardon the pun. Yeah, I was going to say, really eye -opening. I shut them, it? It, it was, was yeah, eye-opening. No. no, it never got as bad as that. It never yeah. shut my eye. But it was a, it was a real eye-opening how powerful I am to create symptoms. And that can be a problem as well. You can create things, and you're so powerful. I've got a client I'm in America, and she she has anxiety, but she, she creates some of it to stop herself from moving forwards. So some of the anxiety was genuinely created by the shocks and the feeling attacked and powerless. But her unconscious is using it now as, a, actually, secondary as a secondary game, a secondary game to yeah. stop her from moving forwards. And that's how powerful she is. Yeah. And one of her belief systems is, which is an ironic loop, is that she uh, she doesn't want to be, she doesn't want to switch it off because then she'll be even more powerful and create more problems. So, I know. so it loops and, and it creates more and more problems. <laughs> we got someone here, uh, Hello Smooth Legend, and uh, they've just written up on here, and they said, have you guys heard of constant belching, constant fullness of air and gas? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I've heard of people who have constant gas, yes, and constant fullness in the stomach, and again, I would say that would be a conflict of, not that I'm an expert at diagnosing organs, I'm not, but I would say that would be a conflict of the gallbladder, and you, you've just got something you can't, you're, that disgusts you. So think about the situation. Think about before the symptoms came on, what happened that you couldn't digest that disgusted you? What happened that you you couldn't accept or believe that was disgusting to you? Because the a lot of gas is released from the gallbladder. So it's going to be around that type of conflict. So if you just think back to before the symptoms came on, that whole period of time, what was going on that... You, you couldn't digest that disgusted you because that's basically what it's going to be. It actually doesn't matter what the label is for the problem. It only matters what the organ is that's being yeah. affected. Because then you can identify the conflict. Yeah, because every organ has its own conflict attached to it. So once we know the organ reaction, this precise organ reaction, then we know what the conflict is. Now, obviously, I'm saying a lot of gas is created by the gallbladder. Now, maybe it's created by another organ that I don't know about. But once we know the organ reaction then we can find the conflict and be very yeah. specific. So in my knowledge about that right now, it would be um, a discussed conflict. And I did have a client uh, years ago who did have that problem, and she actually helped me write my book. She was just constantly, her stomach was full. She was never overweight or anything, but her stomach was constantly gassy and full. And that was one of the symptoms we got rid of as a side effect of clearing stuff up. We didn't actually work on that specifically because she had loads of symptoms. We worked on her anxiety at the time. 
and we worked on her pain uh, and her belly button phobia. Um, but that went as a direct result of clearing stuff out of her system and she could go and eat wheat again and things and have red wine again. Yeah. Um, so, so I have sort of treated it indirectly uh, and I've treated this lady recently who's had the gallbladder pain, which was giving her pain in the stomach and bloating in the stomach. Whether she hasn't had that, hasn't had that diagnosed as what the uh, smooth rider has just said. Yes. Um, but it is a conflict of that. So I would I would look at that and yes, that and anything can be resolved. My belief is that if you didn't come into this world with a problem, you shouldn't have the problem now. And I'd even argue if you came into it to a certain degree. Uh, so if you've got the problem, something created it. And all we're saying is that in our experience, the thing that created it are traumas, uh, triggers, behaviors, belief systems. And once you find those specific things, take them out, the symptom or the problem goes yeah. away. Or a shock, 95% a shock in your environment. If yeah. you see something in your environment that, you know, that, that, that's, a bit, that's a bit of a shock, it's about how you perceive things. Yeah. Uh, I might see something and uh, it wouldn't bother me, but John might all of a sudden see perceive that in a different way and it might affect his kidney uh, because someone might have been abandoned and it wouldn't bother me. And it, so it all depends on us individually. Um, but yeah, basically that's that's it. Really. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. And, and you know, and, and going back to what you said about uh, different organs have different conflicts. Um, I had a, uh, a client who come to me for depression and, depression and anxiety and other things. And whilst I was working with her, her kidney started playing up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I found out that it was, uh, you know, the kidneys and abandonment conflict. Yeah. She'd been in and out of hospital for 35 years with kidney problems and bone drugs and even removed one of her kidneys. And all I did was find those conflicts of abandonment and went through her whole life removing all of those. Took me two sessions. And then I believe since then she's never had a, she's never, she's not been back to hospital since those kidney problems have stopped. Right. So when you know that that organ relates to a certain conflict, the conflict is abandonment and the abandonment conflict affects the kidney. So get rid of those and the kidney heals. That's and that explains the myth that we're all different. So the myth is that our health and wellness, we're all different. So it could be all different things. Bollocks. The organ is a thing that reacts, not you. Yes, it's your perception of it that might be different, but it's your organ that's responding. And all people's organs respond exactly the same way. The kidneys respond to isolation abandonment conflicts. The gallbladder is a disgust conflict. The stomach is a digestive issue. Your muscles and skin are self-worth issues. Your anxiety is feeling attacked or powerless. Everyone, everyone's organ reacts the same way because it's biological. It has nothing to do with our personalities or our character. Yeah. Oh. Nothing. So when someone says, oh, we're all different, so it could be something different. No, it's not. Your organ reaction is always going to be the same. Yes, 100%. And that's why we're successful in what we do so well is because we've only got to learn it once for one person. One person. And, then and it's, it's the, the same, same for every person. Yeah. that same symptom. Same symptom, yeah. Uh, the only thing that's different is the belief systems they might have incurred yeah. along their journey. Yeah. So if, if they've, they've got a belief system, they have to live with it. That's that's might be different from the other person over here who believes it's hereditary, and that's or why another be, person over here, and that's what's different. That's why you got to be very careful about who you go and see when you do have a problem, because yeah. you go to a person who's got letters after the name, been university trained, and you see them as an authority. And when you get told some information which is the wrong information, and you buy into that hundred percent, 
belief, hundred percent belief, hundred percent belief. You haven't buy into that what that person tells you, and it's incorrect. You're now stuck with that belief. It's very, very hard to shift. Then Jonathan or myself comes on, and goes, no, it's that. You'll go, oh yeah, no, but my specialist said, so, oh, my yeah, specialist, no, my, my my physio said, the man, this person said, the osteopath said this, that, my therapist said, and the problem is, is that if you if you're not if you're getting bad advice and you believe that advice because we you know that's when we're most vulnerable because we're looking for help because we're in pain yeah. or that's when we're most vulnerable we'll we will attach ourselves to anything because we think it's going to make us better the yeah. problem is is that once we have that as a belief that now will cause a problem because it will stop you going and find an alternative solution that is correct or it will keep you stuck with the problem yes that's right yeah and and a lot of times the people uh, they'll go to these people, docs and things, because they have uh, instilled in people that they are the people who know. Yes. Uh, and now me and Steve, we don't have letters after our name, but we do have letters in our name. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the right place to have letters. Yeah. So it's not important what qualification somebody has, or what's important is does that person does. Does does that yeah, like, you know what I mean? Kids that, like, like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like does doesn't does and does. Yeah, does that person treat the cause of the problem? If they don't treat the cause of the problem, you're fucked. Yeah, you're I, not going to get anywhere. I think you was it Tony Robbins said. Someone asked him, "Well, you know, how are you doing all of this?" And he goes, "What qualifications have you got?" Yeah, and he said, "I've got a PhD in results." That's correct. That's, That's exactly what, what he said. Yeah. In fact, I heard another story about Tony Robbins the other day. Tony Robbins. This is this is coming second hand to a book I was reading. A second hand um, book. A second hand book. Second hand book from a bookshop. Yeah, no. And I was reading it with two hands as well. Um, what, your so, second hand? Uh, second hand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently he went off and studied NLP. He became so proficient in it that he wants to in the first few weeks he wants to go and start treating people immediately. And his instructor said to him, "You can't do that. You're not qualified." He went, "Sod, not qualified. I know how to help people." Yeah. Went off. He was actually chucked out of the program, but he's now. Yeah. So he has no qualification in NLP, but Tony Robbins yeah. is massive and helps people all the time. Well, okay, so because that's... he treats the root cause of the problem. It's no different to me. No. It's no different to me. All I did was I knew that I wanted to solve my problem. I did everything in my everything and went everywhere looking to help to try and solve my problem because I was like I just needed to get better and wanted to be a better person and be better every day and I was not in a good place. And then obviously I found you and then started working with you. And then once I'd learned the process all i had to then do was start working with people and very very quickly in just a few years i've gone from dealing with people's depression and anxiety to doing all sorts of stuff yeah. now i haven't gone and i have all my training and i haven't got any letters after my name all my training is for experience through doing it yes. and getting results not from a textbook not from somebody telling me that this is what it is and this is how you do it and all the rest of it because in my experience all the people that i went to that learned that didn't do shit for me nothing actually made me worse so i believe that people that are doing it through experience and actually get the results are the people you really want to be going to see but yeah you know sounds like we're selling uh, ourselves here uh, mate but no i'm not saying no I'm, it doesn't matter who you go to as long as you go to someone who treats Treat the root cause of the problem absolutely yeah. um, and don't get me wrong there are people out there who who haven't got a clue what they're talking about and they haven't got their last name either um but i'm not saying you shouldn't be qualified in something because you should but uh, ultimately um it's more it, the when people try and find an expert in something, they don't choose someone who solved the bloody problem for some reason. They they choose someone who has letters after their name or has got lots of qualification. Yeah. If you want to choose someone as an expert in something, choose someone who's either a solved it in themselves, b sold it in other people at least more than ten, or c both.
Yeah. They've sold themselves and other people. And be careful. Because they are experts. Yeah. They know how it works. A doctor has never sold anything anybody. No. It doesn't, he writes things on bits of paper. He writes, he writes prescriptions. <laughs> yeah. Or she. Don't be sexist. Yeah. He writes prescriptions. Or, or they. She. Or they. Uh, they write prescriptions. Or them. But, or them. Exactly, yeah. Um... <laughs> Fucking LGBTHFDC. Seriously, grow uh, up. They're playing WHUFC tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. No, I just want to say, I just want to say, you've got to be very careful about experts because there's people that claim to be experts. Yes. You've got to remember, X is an unknown quantity <laughs> and the spurt is a glorified drip. Exactly. So you're very careful so, about experts. Yeah. So, and don't get me wrong, people out there might be saying that about us as well. But the thing is, we've done it in people. No, we're just glorified drips. We're just glorified drips, that's true. <laughs> we're not unknown quantities. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, I am. I no, but we sell. We do, we do. We get results. We, sell, we, we get people. results. Very, 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 very. So, so you want to find, if you're looking for an expert in something, find out whether they've solved it in themselves or whether they've solved it in other people. Yeah, 100%. Um, not whether they've just created a therapy that sometimes works and sometimes doesn't, because that's not the same thing. Or a therapy where you have to keep coming back week after week after week yeah, after week yeah. after week after week after week after week. Um, like some woman I had around here has seen a chiropractor for seven years. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, exactly. well, haven't you worked out yet that it's not doing not you working. any good? Yeah. Uh, but no, but because she thinks that he's doing no good. Yeah, the belief that, it's doing, that yeah. it's doing a good kicks are going back seven years. Yeah, mother, the client I treated came from the chiropractor uh, and got referred to me, believing that she was never going to get rid of her sciatica. We got rid of it a few weeks. I saw her the other day, and she said, oh, I went to see my chiropractor the other day. And very much, she's fine now. Went to see my chiropractor the other day. I'm still going to go and see him for maintenance. <laughs> and I'm like, I so I said to her, that's okay, it's totally fine. But the belief system is so ingrained in this yeah, person yeah, like that, that she did, didn't realise that, yeah. that, that, you know, she's you know, just having a spine click for no reason now. I mean, like, well, you don't need that. Um, so I said to her, you know, you don't need it less now. You maybe every six weeks or every two months, whatever. Yeah. But again, the beliefs are so ingrained to so be careful what you believe um, and find someone who has either cleared it themselves or they've cleared it in other people multiple times over. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so uh, just rounding off then. So when we go talk about these uh, digestive issues, mm. uh, do you want to just summarise and uh, just... Uh, uh, basically, just in a in a short few paragraphs, just basically tell the people that are watching that maybe suffering with digestive problems, uh, what's probably causing them, and uh, and so so basically, yeah, Mr. Grimstale. Oh, Mr. Grimstale. So yeah. basically, you're if you're suffering tonight, a digestive system, eh? you're keen tonight. I'm keen tonight. You're really keen. If you're suffering a digestive, well, you're taking a long time to spit it out. I'm just nice and calm and relaxing. Are you nice and calm? Relax, it's half three. How are you nice and calm? You should be asleep. <laughs> um, so if I am, you are asleep. <laughs> wow! If, if this is you asleep, I don't see you when you're awake. Right. So, um, if what's I saying? I don't remember. So, if you got a stomach problem, write down the date and the time, or not the time, but write down the date roughly when a stomach problem happened. So think back when did it happen? What year? And also the month if you can, and then go right. Before that happens, so if it happened in, say, 2011, go right before 2011, what happened that I couldn't accept or digest? That's it. Just ask that question in your brain. What happened? It could be a loss of day? a family member. It could have been a loss of a job. It could have yeah. been a loss of a relationship. It could have been, uh, you know, a whole host of things which yeah. you just can't digest. You know, things happen, you just can't believe it or accept it. It, like, it might be one thing. It might be multiple things, yeah. as Steve said. doesn't matter what it is. Write down whatever comes up. Even if you don't think it's relevant, just make a list. And it might take two or three days for it to come to you. It might not come straight. You might get one come straight away. And over the next few days, you'll get a few more happen. And write a list of all the things that you couldn't accept and digest before you had the symptoms. 
if it's a if it's a, a gassing or or um, bloating, then write down all the things you that were disgusting to you, uh, and and make a list of those things, and then look at them and go right. What one of them's being triggered in my environment today? How are they being triggered now? Because most people, when you say stress, people go, "Well, I'm not stressed." Because they think the stress must be right now. If they're stressed, yeah, no, but I think most people have a different conception of stress. They think stress is when they get really angry and irritated, and uh, you know yeah. that's what they put stress. stress. What they don't realise is stress. That's probably like one one tiny little bit of yeah, stress. Small percent of stress. Small percent of stress. Stress is a lot, a lot more underneath that. Yeah. So stress usually comes from the past and is being triggered now. That's the usual way it works. Something happened in your past and it's being triggered now. now. So. The, when the, if your digestive system is playing up, it's probably being triggered. Doesn't mean the shock has happened now. It's possible, or in the present moment, or in the present moment, or even a few days. It's probably being triggered from something in the past. So the first thing to do is write down what happened to do with something you couldn't digest before you had the symptoms, and that goes for anything, any symptom you have, or sorry, reaction you have in the body. Think about when it first died, and write a list of what what could have happened before you had it now if you don't know what the organ is because we're only talking about digestive systems if you're talking about anxiety go back and look at our anxiety video and work out and we'll tell you what the conflict is and you can work out what happened before you got anxiety if you're having pain look at some of our other videos and we'll tell you what the, it tells you on there what some of the pains are and you can work out what pain what happened yeah. before you got the pain if you're not sure message us we'll tell you what the conflict is and you can work out what it happened before you had the symptom. Yes. Um, we don't charge you for telling you what the conflict is. So, I do. Oh, Steve does, apparently. Really expensive. Very expensive on that one. £500 a word. Uh, £500 a word? Yeah. Wow, I'm a £1,000 allowed. Wow. Yeah, I am. You still haven't got any after your name, oh, then, I know, exactly. It is, yeah, yeah, because that would be more expensive. <laughs> That's why I don't have any after your name. Oh, I know. Um, so, yeah, no, we don't. No, we yeah, don't. We try, so you. just leave a comment. You know, it, or mess, if it's personal, just message us privately, and we'll say, well, it's this conflict. And then you can write a list of everything that happened before you had the symptoms to do with that conflict. And then you are starting on the right track to finding out what's causing your problems. Yeah. Um, because once you start seeing that, once you start getting, oh, that's what it is that happened in the past, then you can start spotting your triggers in the present. The other thing as well is in some instances, the pain or the issue will relieve because unconsciously you're not stressing about what, why you've got it. Yeah. You'll get some uh, unconscious resolution, and the and it can actually help relieve it just by knowing, just by knowing that. In a percentage of people, I've actually found the symptoms have lifted almost completely just by going, "Oh, is that what it is?" Yes, got it. That's... And then the unconscious, because the unconscious is trying to give you a message, it's trying to say, "Hello, yeah, something's wrong." I, I just want to say, people need to understand is that the body is the subconscious, mm. and because our body can't speak. The only way it can communicate back to us is through feelings and pains. So when we get feelings in our body and pains in our body, it's actually something that's going on in our subconscious. Our subconscious is our body. So if you've got something wrong in your body, there's something wrong in your subconscious. It's not the conscious, the logical brain. That's a different part of the brain. Like I've said to you, and if you watch my videos, we've got three brains. But the logical brain is separate from the emotional brain, and the emotional brain is the mid-limbic, and it's the subconscious. So it's something that's going on in the subconscious that's making your body do that. That's the best way to explain it. Have I made that, it that's, simple? That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. all it is. So all we need to do is find out what the conflict is in the subconscious, and it will correlate to the, to the body, 
and then we find out what the conflict is and we can get rid of it and the pain goes away or the problem goes away the issue goes away yes so so again uh, that's absolutely perfect way of explaining it the subconscious is our body yes and the body is trying to tell you something but it's not trying to tell you something wrong as in physically it's trying to tell you that you're running a conflict there's a belief running there's, there's, emotion running. Needs, yeah. there's something that needs to be addressed and if you just start by understanding what happened before you had the symptom that will start telling your unconscious it will start you on that path of understanding what your unconscious is trying to tell you yes and once you start getting that as steve said some of the symptoms will lift and you're not going to do it trying to logically think about it because that's no. when we go into the logical brain that's when we make shit up and believe the shit we make up and secondly what we'll do is we'll try and analyze it and understand it and that again that's not going to work because it's something that's going on in your unaware brain in your subconscious which you're not aware about so your logical brain trying to think about it or work it out will have no relevance 99.9999999% of the time, whatever it is that's going on in your body, if you start trying to logically work out or why you think it's, oh, I know what it is, it's that food, it's that pee, it's the KFC I had, it's this, it's that. You're just making up shit. And unfortunately, the problem with doing that is that if you, again, if you believe that, you're going to take the wrong action. You're going to take the, go and see the wrong person, the wrong therapist, the wrong thing to solve it. That's the problem of using the logical brain. When you understand that, understand it you don't really want to be understanding or working out you just need to go right hang on there's an issue in my body there's a pain there's a problem then there's a, then once you know that you go there's obviously got a conflict there that needs to be resolved and go and find someone that's going to resolve the conflict unconsciously not try and logically work it out and go well i need to go and do exercise i need to go down the gym i need to run i need to do jogging i need to change my diet all nonsense it's just where you've just made shit up and believe the shit you made up because you've again you've you've heard information that people that don't really know what they're talking about has basically put out there and because it, it makes sense you go, oh yeah that's really it's only to do that yeah that's the problem and, and that that is a massive problem so just be mindful that subconscious is the body so if your body's playing up it's just it's a conflict in your subconscious yeah and and i will say that uh a story that i totally forgot is i did suffer my own my own digestive issues quite a few years back um when i moved into my place on my own once i moved out my mum and dad's house I suffered very severe digestive issues uh, to the point where I could only eat certain foods and it made me very, very ill. And uh, that was a conflict of something I just couldn't digest and accept. It was multiple things running uh, and I and it, it really stopped me from having some of my favourite foods. And this is the point. This is what I want to make very clear. When we have digestive issues, it stops us having foods that we love and we then remove those foods from our diet and we remove the things that we like because we think that's the right thing to do. And our symptoms calm down. But if we accidentally have those those things again, it flares up. And we think, oh, I must stay away from those things. Yeah. I was able that to heal. Colitis. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was able to heal that, my stomach issues. Now, my stomach issue was never diagnosed with anything because I don't go to doctors. Um, but uh, it was very severe to the point I was being sick and I had to sleep upright. I couldn't sleep laying down. Because I'd get severe heartburn. That's basically what it was. It was very severe heartburn, uh, but it did affect my lower stomach as well. And I could barely eat some of the foods that I was having. And I really had to reduce my diet to begin with. But I was able to resolve all of that and heal it. This was way before I DTO, though, by the way. I was able to resolve it and heal it. And I went back to eating all the foods that I do eat now. And I don't have those same symptoms. So uh, I have experienced digestive issues myself. I totally forgot about it. Uh, so I do understand, but I was able to heal it and resolve it so I could go back and and eat the foods that I love again, like chocolate biscuits and things like that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying whether they're good or bad for you. 
I'm just saying I was able to do that. Um, and a lot of people, they aren't able to do that. They just control it with nutrition. They get stuck and they end up stop having things that they enjoy eating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. So I think we might have uh, covered that. We've we spent a good hour. Yeah, we I didn't think it was going to be that long, talking about that long, but we have covered that. So uh, again, um, so if you have any questions, please feel free to uh, write in the both the feeds, either if you're watching it on the Inside Out Effect or on my feed. Um, I've just got Heather here saying, thank you, Steve. It's happening to me right now. Now I know. Okay. Uh, Great. Great. So that's good. I'm that's glad fantastic. that I'm glad that it's, we've been able to help you. Yeah. And hello over there in Spain. I hope you're really good and we hope you're well. Um, okay. Uh, but so Bobby posted something about. She said because uh, obviously she's solved her cancer with a tumor. She said um, we're talking about beliefs, and she said so so true. The main thing to me uh, to get me better was just the belief that I was fine cured and well again the mind is so powerful absolutely spot on and that yes. is true we do manifest what we believe so yeah the, the belief that you can heal is a big block for people yeah. the belief that you can get rid of something or you can solve it that is one of the biggest stumbling blocks to to getting people better yeah is actually believing it's possible yeah so yeah good okay cool right so uh so we've covered that um, i think we're going to move on to something a little bit lighter now okay. and which might not be lighter might be like no, depends, depends on what, the, what people fun, are watching funniest things we heard this week so the fair we're going to move on to the funniest thing that we've heard this week do you I want to do this. your one i'll do my one do my, your one first. Uh, my, my one was so i don't know if anyone follows uh american politics uh i followed it for the last year to a certain degree because I, I so everyone knows obviously joe biden is 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 now apparently the president we'll skip over that for a second is it really joe um, biden? is he really <laughs> but he said in a recent speech he said that uh 350 million americans have been vaccinated <laughs> um and i have to laugh at this because there are 350 Amer million americans 330 in total, in I, think, total I think yeah since 330 um and and the point is he said this uh, after he's been saying everyone needs to get vaccinated. I know, so, it's, it's, so he's been pushing for people to get vaccinated and there aren't enough people being vaccinated and yet 350 million Americans have been vaccinated. All of them plus 20 million. All, exactly, yeah. So I don't know where the extra 20 so, million are come from. No, let me do it. come across the border down the south. So I read, now if you, everyone out there is thinking, oh, that was just a mistake, if you've ever seen any of Joe Biden's speeches, you'll know he's a moron. Yeah, And absolutely. he can't string a <laughs> sentence together. Uh, but this was one of the funniest things I've heard out of his mouth in the last year that I've been following. I did say, I did uh, say that. It, it, it did make me chuckle. Yeah. I was like, you're having a laugh, you fucking idiots. Yeah, I know. Well, um, I mean... And this is the leader of the free world. This is not just well, Joe Bloggs out the road. It's not just a politician or prime minister. I'm this gonna, is the apparent leader of the free world. Well, I'm going to say I don't think it is a free world anymore. Well, no, 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 it's, it's not, not a free, free world. world. It's leader of the, mo of the tyrannical world. The leader of the tyrannical world. The leader of the yeah, tyrannical world. Well, you know how long have leader like, of the communist world. Freedom of choice or anything. No, 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 no. no. Uh, the communist world. The communist, communist world. world. Yeah. Communist He's world, the new it? Stalin. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, well, yeah, sort what, of was, what was your one? My one, well, my one was quite funny as well because I don't know if people will realise, but the 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 test that they're using to detect whether people have got this virus PCR the test, test is the Justin PCR test. Now, what they found out is that the PCR test cannot and does not find infection. So no. everybody that's been isolated and had all these tests over the last 18 months that they paid for that they paid for and or all, all of it yeah. is basically not true because it can't actually find can't it can't actually detect a virus anyway. No. So anyway, so there's been all these lawsuits going out and they keep using this PCR test and going, oh, cases, 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 everybody. But all those cases aren't real because the PCR test can't detect the thing they're looking for. And on top of that, there's no proof that they've isolated the virus to test 
what they're looking for anyway. Right. So in two instances, it's like, you know, it's completely null and void and we've been completely lied to. Yeah. But here's the thing. The CDC, the Center for Disease Control in America, come out and have acknowledged that the test that they use has been found to be not worth its soul and it's no good, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so the, what they come to realize now is this test doesn't work at all, but they're going to keep it in play until the 31st of December. <laughs> so they're going to carry on using the test that they've acknowledged that doesn't work until the end of the year. Yeah, brilliant. Now, call me. That's like, superb logic, isn't it? That's so fucking mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's and the people that are, are going to still use that test and go, oh, bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go on a plane because I've got on a test that doesn't work. It doesn't work. That the, the actual people who said it worked. Work. And do you know what's even funnier? What? So what I then researched was, well, if they're going to remove the, 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 the PCR test, they're not going to let this bullshit go away because they've just basically, they're on it. Yeah, because it's all so what they're going to do is they're going to replace it with a thing called a lateral flow test right now when i did the research on the lateral flow tests lateral flow tests are less accurate than the pcr test <laughs> so they're now getting rid of the pcr test which is 97 percent wrong inaccurate, and yeah. replace it with something which is less accurate than that <laughs> this world is mental people and are people are buying mental. it all day long yeah, it's yeah, absolutely crazy absolutely it's so funny um, uh, but that's the funniest but, thing but the funniest part about that is forget the whole what's going on the funniest part about it is that uh, a a governing body has announced something doesn't work and carry on, it, on, and carry on using it three months. another four months or where it is <laughs> So I'm like, what was it? August, also August, October, yeah. November. So fourth. Four, it's like going, months. it's like going to a garage, and the and the, and the mechanics go. Uh, you say, well, you goes, well, we need to change that battery, mate. I've got the wrong spanner, but I'm going to carry on trying <laughs> to use it. Anyway. And you're like, you haven't had a car for four months. Nah. Well, I can't change the spanner until the thirty first of December. I'll get a new no, spanner exactly. then. And yeah. Like you just wouldn't do it. No, exactly. But they're going to do no. it upon this. So. Yeah. So good luck with that. Good um, luck with that. And yeah. good luck to everyone who's still paying for it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, believe in it. And believe. Uh, and we, and we did say you right at the beginning. Yeah, we? I, know, we have, I know that we. It's just Steve and John, but you know. Yeah, of course. Anyway, so, so moving on. Okay, great. So uh, what I'm going to do now, obviously, is going to the uh, the my favourite bit. Your favourite bit. Your favorite, bit. Always your favourite bit. Always my favourite bit. Forget the knowledge that we share and all the people. Who comment and say thank you for sharing that yeah. and thank you for and all the information we give to people and the amount of people we hear help us. This is your favourite. My bit. favourite bit. Brilliant. Great. So I'm what? Joking, what favorite. happened on this day? Just to lighten up, just lighten up. Lighten up. Go on. What happened on this day? We do get a bit intense. We, 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 I got a bit intense. Didn't passionate. Very, intense. I'm very passionate. Very intense. Sometimes you ask yeah. me, girlfriend. Yes. Oh no. Um. What? <laughs> <laughs> right that's what she said that's what she said uh, that's what she said yeah um, I hope she's so, not watching <laughs> she is watching actually because i've she? just seen her name come up oh, right, okay, so, hello em how you doing darling just came up as soon i'll as be I calling said you that. later brilliant <laughs> <laughs> what uh, will you be calling her <laughs> we're talking about you yeah okay uh right. well, tell him as well um get, you might want to get him a new deck chair because that one looks like it's a bit worn out <laughs> been away from brighton for the weekend or down bournemouth <laughs> south end <laughs> No, I, see no, no. Them, I see a load of them, load of them down Leon Sea when Did I took my boy down yeah. there for an ice cream. No, we were, a video with him. we were gonna go down the seafront, but we thought I'd just put the shirt on instead. It's just like the same thing. Some, so. some bloke come up and started just sitting down eating the shit. Some bloke come and sat on you. Oh, yeah, exactly, what are you doing, yeah, mate? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's go. Let's start on this day. Uh, so uh, I find this very interesting. If you like a little bit of trivia or trivia or knowledge, it's more knowledge, really. It's not trivia. But uh, I'll start with in 1709. Uh, the first uh, ascent in a hot air balloon was done by Bartolomeu de Grasma, 
Uh, and uh, and that was on August the 8th, mm. today, in yeah. 1709. He was a Brazilian Portuguese priest, ah. and uh, he demonstrated his invention to the King Queen of Portugal. Oh, and that was so the first hot air balloon. So a priest invented the first hot air balloon. Yep, he invented the hot air balloon. That's uh, unusual, it, was called isn't it? A, it was actually called the Passarola. Oh, and uh, he must yeah, be the he... first priest ever to invent anything. No, there's a lot of priests. Is there? Mm. Oh, if you know, know all about the Jesuits, if you know all about the Jesuits, then you'll know oh, that they were the the priest class of the Vatican, oh, and wow. they were all responsible for astronomy and astrology. Oh, okay. Oh, right. but you didn't know that, did oh, you? I didn't know that. That's no, why, and that's why they're heavily into it. That's why the uh, <laughs> the the satellite, the main satellite that's owned by the Vatican, is called Lucifer. <laughs> just thought I had that, but just people that, didn't yeah. really know that either. Uh, no, my, um, you know, just supports my whole theory on what the Catholic Church is all about. But anyway, yeah. So that was in Lisbon in something. Nine, like the first oh, Babylon, okay. yeah, by a oh. priest, a Brazilian Portuguese priest. Oh, interesting. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Uh, this far, this might be interesting. And uh, people that are watching, did you know in 1786 on this day, Congress agreed unanimously to choose the US dollar as the monetary unit for the United States? Now, that is interesting that it's happening in August, isn't it? It is, that is fascinating. Yeah. If anyone knows what's going on in August. Yeah, uh, that is fascinating. Yeah. That happened in in uh, 1786. 1786. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. the, it was the today that they chose the dollar. Right. Okay. Well, that is interesting. No, I do find it yeah. fascinating. Yes. It is, yeah, it's okay. fascinating. It's going to be fascinating, is it? In tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, we've got Mike Lindell trying to disprove five million pound <laughs> offering that anyone right. can debunk all of the fraudulent stuff in the US yeah. So he's holding a cyber symposium. Cyber symposium. Yeah, and he's, he's offered five, five million, million pounds. For anybody to come and prove that the all of the the the, 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 the way he's saying is false. It's false. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, all the election fraud that he's proved categorically, and it's happened, a lot. <laughs> and it's a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. He's offered five million pounds for anyone who can come along and disprove it. Yeah, five million. Someone pounds. doesn't do that who's not confident yeah. that it's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. like the person who's offered one point two million to prove the virus exists. Yeah, and no one's done it. Now, well, funny you should say that because uh, there's a doctor called Robert O. Young, and uh, he's basically. Him and a team of other virologists have all sent uh, freedom of information requests to every health official in nearly every country, Australia, Brazil, France, Germany, Canada, the UK, and basically said, right, we need to, we want you to prove that there's an isolated virus found within a a uh, within a say a client then a client. within within a within a, a victim a victim <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a client within, within a person a patient, within person. a patient patient yeah, yeah, thank patient. you uh, find uh, and not and every single one of them come back and said we haven't got any information and we've got none of it. Right. So all of this stuff they're pushing about this virus. That alone getting... should be enough to end it. Yeah, but it's not. No. They're right. It's not because this is this is not about health. No, no, no. This is not about health. But no. the longer people keep believing it and buying into oh, it and wearing no. a mask, the longer it's going to get. They're going to keep pushing but... it and pushing it and pushing it. Oh, no, it's going to get reach a critical mass. All the information will come out. The problem is, is the general population are they're only hooked into the tv yeah. and the tv is part of the problem and so they're not going to expose the thing that they're trying to convince people that exists so uh, you know um they're not going to go oh cases 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 and this and that one in 70 people and they go actually while we're saying that on the other news it isn't there it's not real they're no. not going to come out and say that so uh, you have to go and, you have no, to go and what is that. interesting in uk at the moment is apparently the infection rate has gone right down mm. Statistically, data-wise, the infection rate and death rate has gone right down. It's yeah. gone low, lowest point. Yeah. Um, so that is well, fascinating. And how did they – what? So the infection that they can't find that doesn't exist. doesn't exist. Uh, it's suddenly gone down. It's suddenly gone down. And how are they finding that? Using a PCR test that Probably. doesn't work? Yeah, it doesn't work. Funny that. Yeah. It's a joke. The whole thing's a joke. Anyway, so it's let's move on. It's not a funny on. joke. 
No, but it's carry not, on. But it's true. It's true. You but the the, the seventeen seventy six thing about the dollar is fascinating. If you yeah. know what's going on with the financial system at the yeah. moment, you know what's happening in the world financially yeah. and what's about to kick in financially. That's actually quite fascinating. It's, yeah, it's, we've spoken yeah. about this in other in yeah. other things. But anyway, uh, so in eighteen seventy six, uh, that's maybe uh, a hundred years, ninety years after, Thomas Edison is granted the patent for uh, for autographic printing. Oh. Do you know what autographic printing is? No. Would you like to know? No. Great. Moving on. In 1998. Uh, <laughs> so he walked into that one. Oh, Come I on. If you really. want a yes response, don't ask the question. Should I not ask a question? No, don't ask any questions at well, all. You just completely. Oh no, wait, that's communism just, again. No, stop. No. No, go back. You just ask questions. You just debunked your whole theory. I did, I know. You no. just walked to that one. No, I did, yeah. All right, okay. So uh, <laughs> Uh, you got quicker than that, mate. Uh, it's um, comedy and tragedy. Okay? It is. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Right, so autographic anyway. printing is basically where they use a needle, uh, a device to record sound onto onto metal. And oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So oh. you know when the uh, uh, like the, the grooves that are made in a record? Yeah. Well, they use a specific needle, and that, that information is then put into the vinyl and other things. That is autographic printing. I didn't know Edison invented that. Yeah, Edison. No, 1876. Well, it was 1876. He invented that, but then later there was another guy. I can't remember the name of the geezer now. I think it was Bell. But I think it was 1898, about a little bit after. He then took that invention and then improved it. And right. and, and then we started getting okay. uh, gramophones and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so like Edison was a clever man. So obviously he invented the light bulb. Yeah. But yeah. No. He had a light bulb moment. He did have a light bulb yeah. moment. He had epiphany. Yeah. Uh, and he liked that much when it wore off. He had another. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting stuff. <laughs> Great. <laughs> did you have another epiphany? Right. Yeah. So here's, here's something. I'm having an epiphany right now on the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a table. It's, no, it's not a table. It's not no, a table. No, no. So, here's one. It's a table. Here's one that, uh, that might fascinate you. Did you know that in 1898, uh, William Kellogg invented cornflakes. William on Kellogg. this day, you mean there was actually a man called Kellogg? Yes, Will <laughs> Kellogg. Will Kellogg. Do you know what's really fascinating? I've already did. Do you know what's really fascinating about him? What he actually invented a range of exercise equipment. He actually, really? yeah. So basically, Kellogg was someone that made exercise equipment. He invented and made exercise equipment. Right. And uh, what he wanted to do was he wanted to improve patients' diet. Right. <laughs> And that's how he invented cornflakes. cornflakes. <laughs> okay. And granola. Oh, really? He's responsible for granola and cornflakes. And, uh, yeah, cornflakes were made from toasted maize. And so when was this? Uh, that was in uh, 1898. I thought granola was a recent thing, like last 40, 50 years, not 1898. Yeah, well, you know. Where that's, are you getting your information okay. from? I don't know. No, I didn't. I, didn't, I just thought just, a, just assumed. Been, I just assumed. Yeah. I didn't everyone did. Well, I didn't assume. I was just going to make up thought. some shit and believe the shit I make up. I thought it was 50 years ago. No. Where did that come from? I don't know. I just thought I I'd just make thought it was recent because you've only heard mainly about Granola in more recent yeah. times. It's become more popular. So yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't have put Kellogg's uh, cornflakes with granola. No, I so, wouldn't. It don't taste. It don't taste very nice. No. <laughs> yeah, not with milk. Anyway. Not with milk. No, no, no. It's dry. It's fine. It's dry on its own. That's all right. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Frosties. Yeah. Frosties and cornflakes. Frosties and Perfect. But granola. No, no. no that needs to go with Alpen. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So. Uh, no, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, no, I like that one. That's two fascinating ones I, I like now. I know. Those are my favourite ones out of all of them. Ever. 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 Yeah. Ever. 
great. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I thought it was interesting that he was a inventor of um, originally invented exercise, exercise equipment to nutrition. Well, well because they unusual. were exercising and he wanted to improve their diet because it's all part of the, the yeah, whole you, thing. You don't, yeah, I know, but you don't normally you get that, don't get these days. You don't get exercise people inventing nutrition. You don't get oh, I don't nutrition know. people inventing exercise. I don't know. When you go too. down the gym, there are all these people inventing all these different weight gains and proteins and all the rest mm. of it and health. Yeah. So I think they go. What do I know? I think they go hand in hand. What do I know? I'm studying cookies and. Some things and chocolate, so yeah. don't ask me. But yeah, don't ask him. No. no, don't ask him anything about hell, for God's sake. No, no, what do I know? No, <laughs> yeah, no. You, you wouldn't know. You get a terrible answer. I go through through and not like it's nobody's business, so yeah. don't ask me. Yeah, right, anyway. 1911. 1911, yes, so is it? 1911, the one millionth patent was put through the US, so it's patent one million, right? And it was filed in the United States, yeah. And it was by uh, the patent office by Francis Holton. For the tubeless vehicle tire, the tu- <laughs> the tubeless vehicle tubeless tire. vehicle tire, okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that, that was, was the one minute pattern, the one million pattern, and that was in nineteen eleven. Okay. Yeah. No, right, fair right. enough. Nineteen twenty nine. Um, they. Do you remember the Zeppelin? Well, yeah. The Hindenburg. You know, Hindenburg Berg, Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the German okay. airship, the Graf Zeppelin, right. uh, began a. It did a, an around the world trip. Oh. On this day in nineteen twenty nine. Oh, okay. Which I thought was reasonably interesting. It, the, the Zeppelin never really took off, did it? Sorry? <laughs> the Zeppelin never really took off, did it? Oh, very good. I like that. Boom, boom. <laughs> that one come that one went down in flames, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, that's an Indian, mate. Uh, uh, yeah, great. Right. So in uh, 1945, which is which is also this ties into what's going on right now. Right. In in 1945, on this day, the US, the USSR, Britain, and France signed the Treaty of London. Which sets down the procedures of the Nuremberg trials. Really? Yeah. Now that's fascinating. And that's, that's also on, in August. That's on this day. <laughs> what is it about August? On this day. Uh, okay. And then when we realise that what's going on with the experimental vaccinations, all ten of the Nuremberg codes are broken. Yes. All wow. ten of them. That's all ten of them. All ten of them. All ten of them. Yeah. All ten of them. But terrible. And 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 if you break the Nuremberg code, that is a death sentence. It's treason. So, yeah, you'll literally get killed. For uh, it so anybody that's administering the vaccines, anybody that's promoting it, the TV, the media, all break, all in breach of this. Yeah. And, and, and what was interesting when I looked into the Nuremberg trials, more doctors and people from the media were executed than the actual officers of the German uh, Nazi thing, or the the the, 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 the army, or the yeah. I can't think of the word. The officers. Yeah. More more officers were then shipped over to the States. Right. And more people that were doctors, nurses, and media were executed. Jesus. Than actually. So people that are doing this, and and if once this comes down, anybody that's involved in it, they're we'll in big, 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 big trouble. trouble. Big trouble. Because what's going on right now breaches all 10. But and I just found and, that- and a doctor, Vernon Commerce, actually come out opening and stated that. An actual doctor yeah. has stated, you are break, breaking your yeah. Well, if you actually go and- And you're, you're going to get- they break get, all, It's breaking all 10. Yeah. Uh, but yes, but I found that fascinating. That That's going on right now, and that was that yeah. was actually uh, pretty much the framework of that was on this was put down on this day. Right. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. August is something. It's what, an interesting what, what happened on this day, isn't it? Hey? What, <laughs> what is about this August astrologically? Do you know? Because it's got to be well, something happening. Else? There's so much happening. This I'd month. Say, well, I don't know what you know, but today is the eighth of the eighth, and that's meant to be the Lion's Gate. So all the spiritual people out there believe that there's a portal that opens 
by a astrological alignment that allows us to uh, to is to get negative to escape from negative energy. Oh, do we need to call the Ghostbusters? I don't know. Okay, just checking. I don't they believe uh, all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can't prove it or anything. No, else, no, no. But they, there's an energy. It's, it's called the Lion's Gate, and it's, right. the eighth, it's the eighth of the eighth. Okay. Well, that that you know that could that happens today. That could benefit because there's clearly something about August this year that is massive. Yeah. Because there's so much happening, it's literally. It, it, you know, my social event days. next weekend that's what it is that's, that's what it is that's, your that's, social that's, event is going to be the thing that changes the, mass, the world that's what's massive <laughs> yes ne next week uh the, the on, on the social event of yeah. your party yeah. the next day we're going to wake up and everyone's going to be healed yeah. there'll be no evil on this well world. with me and you here all 40 of them are well, the people that come and already are i think they already are that's why yeah. <laughs> they're all your clients, all aren't my they? clients mate, yeah. yeah so um so here's something interesting 1950 uh florence chadwick do you know who she is no no uh, she was the first lady to swim the English Channel. Oh, okay. And she did it in 13 hours and 23 minutes. Oh, well, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Florence Chadwick, 1950. How many miles is the English Channel? 22, I think. 22. It depends, wait, well, there's the English Channel doesn't have a specific because it varies. Oh, it? right, okay. You know, it's not all the same width all the way through, is it? It's not no. like a ruler. No, but I assume they... You know, Dover to Calais is closer than Sherbrooke to Portsmouth, you know. Well, so it depends where she went from. I would imagine she probably done Dover yeah. Calais. Yeah, okay. Yeah. About 13 hours. That's, that's interesting. It yeah. is 13 no, that's hours. Good. Yeah, like, no. Okay. So, good. This one, you're going to love this. I love this one. Oh, I'm pretty sure you're going to love this. I've loved so, some of them so far. On this day in 1963... Yeah. The Great Train Robbery happened. Did it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh and it was on this day in 1963, the Great Train Robbery happened, and they stole or took £2.6 million. Pounds. Wow. Okay. Now, took me a bit of a way of working it out, but I've wrapped this to work out what that is in today's money. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'll write it, it down. <laughs> what is it? So £2.6 million in 1963, ladies and gentlemen, is worth... Fifty-four million three hundred and sixty-one wow. nine hundred and sixty-four pounds and seventeen pence in today's money. Wow! So, but didn't they all get caught in the end? I think a couple of them got away, didn't they? Did come get away? Oh, I don't know. You not seen the film Buster? No. Oh. No, no. Sorry, no. I have seen the film Buster. I apologize. It's Phil Collins, and that as soon as you said it, Phil Collins pops in my head, and yeah. I had another day in paradise in me yeah. for some reason. Not that another day in paradise was in the movies. I don't think it was. But um, oh, I could be wrong. I don't know. But. Um, <laughs> about the great train robbery. Yeah. no i have seen the movie but i don't remember who got away or who yeah, didn't, or... i was having to think i think i think um a few of them got away or they or, or they got caught really late late late, you know, late in their yeah. life but i found that 54 million quid wow so if you if you if we held up a train now and cleared it out but <laughs> you can do that these days uh but yeah it, it was like 54 million quid okay wow cool excellent yeah, great. that's a lot of money yeah, yeah. and uh so finally Finally, finally, the last one, the last one, the big finish, the big finish. Uh, so you remember the uh, when the Beatles are walking across, yeah, the, across the, the road, road, yeah, Abbey that, Road, Abbey Road, that <laughs> happened on this day, yeah, uh, in 1969. Uh, oh. they're photographed by a guy called Ian McMillan and right. uh, crossing the street, uh, just outside EMI Studios, oh, okay. uh, for the cover of their Abbey Road album. Oh, wow, and that happened on this day. 8th of August. That very famous moment in time. Yes. Yes. So fair. that's it for what happened on this day. I hope Brilliant. you found that interesting and fascinating. And uh, I suppose I did. did. We certainly did, Steve. Good. Thanks. We did. We found that very interesting. I found some of those fascinating in myself. I Not bad that. to dig that up when I was half asleep. 
no that's not bad struggling all day. No, i was gonna <laughs> say yeah not bad since, if you've been up since three just for that then you need yeah. a life no, i've done all the music i've done my clients i've had to do all this oh, i'm gonna sleep like oh. a baby tonight Sarah, you've been super busy haven't you i've been today. super busy, been super busy yeah. I have, I and i've been, had a day off yeah i keep so. myself distracted from losing my leave not losing my boy losing giving my boy back over oh, love country, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so um, I think that's pretty much it, it for this episode. Um, yep. Thank you very, very much for watching. Yeah, we do like enjoy uh, doing this, and we, we do, do enjoy doing it. We have a laugh. Yeah, I love it. It's great. I look forward to it. Just yeah, saying, we only done it once a month in the last few months. Yes, yes, yeah. We'll get. We'll, we won't do that again. We'll, we'll promise. We're back on track from now on. We promise. Yeah. Wherever got is that us. what you do? You promise? Yeah, I promise. I do this. I like to do a hexasex draw on. Etch a sex straw on my chest. I bet Evelyn loves that. Yes, she's, she does. When she's on a promise, yeah, you're sitting there bleeding and doing some Pope stuff. <laughs> I'm doing this like, on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, At least you get a promise, mate. Yeah. Well, that's true, yeah. Mine's normally a promise note. Uh, I'm yeah. saying, yeah, I owe you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you give her one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. So, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the party. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Which is. <laughs> Uh, what i am uh, happy about what i am happy about though is that you've actually um offered to do your magic i well you asked me yeah so yes yes i have i've I've accepted anybody that's going to be here next weekend is going to see the master himself pulling all (laughs) sorts of oh it's amazing what you do mate he's an amazing magician so you're going to get entertained i'm a little Uh, bit for those of you that aren't here i'm sure you're going to miss it so um never mind um so other than that i think we're going to finish up yes um uh we're going to finish off with a normal rattle on uh if you want to contact jonathan uh, with regards to any of the issues that we've discussed in this podcast uh you can go to his website which is uh, decodingpain.com and the dtosystem.com yes you can either contact him or message him through uh, facebook yes uh and if you've uh, want to work with me for whatever reason you think i'm more handsome or more funny or much more caring and affectionate in which case you definitely need that switching on. yeah <laughs> uh immediately come and see me asap yeah. and i will switch it off immediately uh, because you don't want to be running around with that conflict in no. your brain it's uh, harsh isn't it <laughs> really harsh that's what everyone's thinking i wonder when we bloody own anyway yeah so if you do want to work with me you and poor uh, thing i know yeah I too know. Long. Uh, don't patronize me uh yeah so if you do want to work with me uh then you can go to my website which is healingthemind.co.uk or contact me on facebook or other means or and if you want to watch any of our backtrack stuff stuff from the past yeah. uh, i think we like 48 podcasts now and uh we're on youtube uh with uh the inside out effect with Stephen and jonathan so you can go and listen and to if you've got anything from that we haven't covered in there we've covered pretty oh, much everything over the last 48 that causes the conflicts that causes different illness sickness mental health problems and if anyone would like to hire us to come and speak at an event or speak at your workshops or talks then just drop us a line we love coming out and speaking in public live to people and I like to how do you speak in public not live in well you can speak like this we're in pub we're, we're not in public we are live we? We, we are live how yeah, can we, we speak in public not live uh very much like joe biden does <laughs> um i'll say i'll say yeah. pretty much speaking in public but he's not live yeah um um for those of you in the know you'll understand what i mean yeah. for those of you who don't you'll just go what yeah um, especially if you've got um if it's a, a concerning mental health issues i mean there's something we can definitely talk about and help massively yeah 
So, yes. Uh, other than that, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. We've enjoyed it as always. I have, and uh, have you? I have enjoyed it. It was Brilliant. very, very funny. I enjoyed myself immensely. I know you have. I've, uh, I've enjoyed watching you enjoying yourself. I've made so. myself chuckle quite a bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see you probably in a fortnight's time. Thank you again for watching. I'm been Stephen, I've been Stephen Jakes. You've been I've Stephen Jakes. Who were you a minute ago? You've been? Who were you been before? What? Right. I've been your host, Stephen Jakes, and uh, this is my uh, other host, colleague, friend, and also my mate, Jonathan Shaw. We'll see you in a fortnight. Thanks for watching, and uh, take care and have an awesome fortnight. Ciao for now. See you later, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Come on, press button.